Welcome to The Odds Couple, a presentation of ESPN Chicago. The Odds Couple is brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino Las Vegas. The Odds Couple. Here's your host, Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. Welcome into another edition of The Odds Couple, presented by Circa Resort and Casino. Back for another weekend, it's Mike North and Carmen DeFalco with you. We roll into Week 11, Bears-Lions. Things started last night with a Baltimore win, more injuries, and potentially a lot of controversy. And uh, as betters, as Mike and I are, and most of the people listening to this podcast obviously are, you hate it when people try to get cute with the injury report, and it sure feels like the Cincinnati Bengals tried to get cute with the injury report. And now the league is investigating, and Mikey, it's probably a good place to start as we kick off the show and we talk about what uh, transpired on Thursday Night Football last night, but it kind of seems like Joe Burrow had an existing wrist injury going into that game and he was never on the team's injury report throughout the course of the week. Yeah, and I don't think he's the only guy. I think it's been a bad deal this year. I think the NFL's had a horrible season so far. A lot of quarterbacks, your top quarterbacks, starting with Aaron Rodgers, then you got Burroughs, then you got Lamar Jackson going down. I mean, one after the other. Uh, you know, offensive line play is bad karm yes. uh, because they don't practice. Uh, they don't keep veteran linemen around as much as they used to. They go with younger people now. Uh, it, it's just like uh, just a horrible horrible season. Then you got this betting situation going with the NFL where, you know, they used to suspend players for betting. They told a guy like Tony Romo, you can't even be involved in fantasy football. You can't even go to a convention. Now they're deep into it. Now they're playing with their injury report and that's a no-no. I had Baltimore last night, so okay, I'm not mad about it, but... Uh, if I had Cincinnati, I would be irate about it, Carmen. I uh, want to say hi to everybody, first of all. And also want to just say that Carmen is on fire, 16-7-1. and one. I'm 17-14-3. We are rolling right now at uh, a 33-19 clip, folks. But uh, it's good to be back with everybody. But, yeah, Carmen, a lot of issues going on. And uh, there'll be an investigation. But somebody was hiding something, and you sure. can't do that. Sure feels like it, and uh, you know we'll get word here going forward on how serious the injury is. It didn't look good on the sideline, that's for sure. The Bengals' season seems to be kind of going up in smoke. I mean, even if he doesn't miss extended time, at this point, they're a 5-5 five and five football team in a pretty stacked division and a pretty competitive conference, and uh, I believe all five of their losses are within division. the conference, Mike, right? Yeah. So, like, and, and then I think three in the division. Can't be, they don't have a win against you, AFC, yeah. Yeah, you're kind of, like, buried, and so uh, I don't even care how long the injury is. It, it sort of feels like the, the Bengals' season is, is kind of over through 11 weeks. Yeah, I like, I like Joe Burrow a lot. I mean, it's not surprising that they tried to hide it. I remember Walter Payton telling me that you should never tell anybody that you hurt, but that was before the gambling situation right. came into play, right. before DraftKings and a Bavada and the odds couple. I mean, we are the uh, uh, majestic ones here, five years in running, uh, the best terrestrial radio show uh, for wagering in the business, and you know what? We know a no-no when it happens, and that's a no-no. you got to yeah. let people know the injury reports were more exact before gambling. Now well, it's like they're hiding crazy. something. Yeah, yeah. and, and it's, you're right about the kind of weird season it has been here for the NFL. I mean, all the injuries across the league, especially the the high profile, some of the high profile quarterback injuries all of them. across the league. Look at yeah. Deshaun Watson. Then I got sure. Then I got Danny Dimes. He just went down in a heap. I mean, every week my guys getting yeah. hurt. I mean, last week I can't believe. And then you got replay. Look, I heard replay was going to solve everything. Now I want to. They want to replay everything. I had Green Bay. 
There was a lateral, a backward lateral picked up by a Green Bay player running to the end zone. Everybody saw it. Gene Steratore comes out and says, well, I don't know if the angle was good enough, guys. And then uh, uh, Charles uh, Davis comes on, who was doing the game, going, you're cra-, basically saying, you're crazy. <laughs> you're crazy. And then you see a blocked extra point. So that's how gambling is. It's, it, 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 you, sometimes you can handicap right, but you can't handicap mm. injuries or bad officiating. 100% right about that, Mike. You are right about that. Baltimore with the win goes to 8-3 mm-hmm. uh, in a pretty good spot. They did lose Mark Andrews for the year early in that game. He went down with that ankle. I don't want to hear about this hip tackle, this Warren Sharp. Did he ever play football? I mean, this guy coming on saying it's a hip tackle. Nobody, what are you even talking about? It was a decent tackle. Where you go, you can't hit high, you can't hit low, you won't, don't want to hit in the middle anymore. Well, yeah, and I, you know, it's Harbaugh, a great hit. John, it was John a great tackle. Harbaugh even said something after the game about how he thinks that that needs to be. You know what? We addressed. we need to calm down. This is a violent game. It is, Guys Mike. get millions of dollars, and that's the risk you got to take. But yeah. you got to calm down, John Harbaugh. I mean, my God, what is wrong with you? You had Ray Lewis. You had some headhunters over there. And, and now all of a sudden, everybody's concerned. Where are you going to tackle them? I don't know. Enough. I, and apparently this came up last offseason, and the Players Association, from what I read, had sort of pushed back because they were Can you imagine the defenders a flag- would know how to tackle a, uh, you know, a player in space potentially. Can you imagine a flag being thrown on that play last night? He just, hey, it's a bad break. It happens. It's a, like you said, it's a violent game. Come I mean, on. And, and, and I'm all for trying to make certain aspects of it safer. You know, you certainly want head issues. Um, you know, you want these guys to be protected you know what? as you can in terms of their head. But at some point, you're right, Mike, it's a violent game. Gail Sayers told me hurt. this straight to my face. He said he would have rather had ten concussions than oh, have his knee blown out. I know. So let's knock off. The I know, BS but I also, but but, in the, but 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 having a player say that, I mean that that's in the moment. I get that. That's no way. Well, for then these have guys your knee blown out and have a concussion. Troy Aikman had three concussions and came back. Gail had a knee blown out, and that was the I end know, of that. I you know, know that. But, it, but it's no way to live the the latter stages of your life if your if your mind is scrambled. Do you want to know something? I mean, that, that's when you're 25. It's no way to live the latter stages of your life when you have no need to play on anymore and your career is over at 26. Yeah. I mean, you got to have I, a happy I, medium, Carm. I, I understand I, what you're saying. But you know what? I mean, nobody. Mike Ditka played with a pot on his hand. Sure. You know, a pot uh, that yeah, your grandmother. Yeah, look, I, and, he, and he was fluid until just recently, as far as I know. Yeah, yeah. There, it's the there way it does, goes. There does have to. I think we have to always remember that, like you said, God. this is still it's an football. incredibly violent game, right? And, like, there's got to be some understanding that that's just always going to be part and, of it. And, you and know? I agree with you, Carm. And here. Deshaun Watson, oh, he may never play again, maybe. No, he'll play next year, but if he's injured, he's got $250 bucks guaranteed. Yeah. you got to yeah, take, yeah, you got to have some crazy. risk. Come yeah. on. Um, so as we uh, look at week 11 here, the Bears have yes, a sir. trip to the Lions Ooh. where, boy, you talk about an interesting line move this week as uh, the sharp betters early in the week when this number had ballooned out to 10 and 10 and a half immediately started grabbing the Bears plus the points, sort of assuming that Justin Fields was going to be back. Fields is going to be back. This line has gone all the way out from 10.5 back down to about 7.5 as the Bears go uh, on the road just uh, you know in Detroit, just a little bit more than a touchdown underdog. Total opened somewhere around 46, 46.5. That's been bet out to 47.5. The Bears have uh, currently 
the second longest losing streak in franchise history uh, going on right now inside the division. They have lost 11 straight division games. The longest record uh, streak for the Bears is 12 straight between 1968 and 1970. The last win against the NFC North was week 12. Thanksgiving Day almost two years ago in Detroit. So uh, it hasn't been pretty since the start of 2020. The Bears are just 4-16 and 16 straight up and against the spread against division opponents. That's brutal. Can they get that cleaned up and be competitive this weekend, Mike, in Detroit against the Lions? Yeah, I mean, I got a strong lean towards the Bears on this one. I just think that, uh, you know, I, uh, Justin Field now, he had time to watch the good and the bad of Bajit. He also saw the kid win two out of four. He doesn't have to play perfect, but here's the beauty of this. He's playing for his football life these last seven weeks. Yep. Justin Field is. There's no question about yep. it. The handwriting's on the wall. So he has to produce. There's no more. They, the coaching staff saw last week, ladies and gentlemen, a clean uniform. Saw no sacks. If Fields holds on to the ball, starts getting sacked, turns the ball over, the clock will start ticking. If not, and I hope it doesn't, and we should somehow play this game and be competitive, maybe have an upset, that's all good. Uh, because the Bears still got the number one pick no matter what. I'm on record. I made it apparent this week. I've seen them all. I'm not enamored with the quarterbacking, especially from the Pac-12. I'm not going to fall for that nonsense. I want to see the Bears take Marvin Harrison. I do. Mm. And I'm not a guy that I like to build from the trenches, but DJ Moore, you put Harrison on the other side, you may, the offensive line been, has been playing better, uh, maybe some help on the defensive line, but to me, I think Harrison is the cream of the crop here. I do. He does look pretty impressive. Oh, my God. About it. He's a difference maker, Carb. And uh, I know that Florida State's got their guy, and you know, but this guy sticks out to me, and I yeah. don't usually... You know I me, mean? I'm not going to glow about a wide receiver because you could find him in the fourth or fifth sure, round. Sure. This guy's different. Yeah. All right. I love it. And I also like to lean towards the Bears. The only, yeah. you know, the problem is if you, if you would have grabbed those tens, ten and a halves, considering where the Ooh. market is now, people would have loved it. But yeah, let's see if the Bears keep this one tight. Defensively is where the Bears have made some good improvements. And, and if it's Bajan or Fields, I'd feel good about the seven and a half. I th well, and I, and I think. As far as the lean goes. I think defensively, you know, yeah, this is where maybe you give Eberflus yes. a little credit. They've kind of really, uh, they've buttoned some things up. They've cleaned a lot up. Well, we'll find out healthier. this week. Yeah, they'll find out this week. They're playing a good offense. There's no doubt. They're playing and, a balanced offense and a good one. The and Bears Jared Goff, what's it, Goff at 30-1, to 1, MVP? Boy, you know, I want to, and maybe we'll do it with Luke coming up. Yeah, 30-1, like, to to I Talk hear. about the general state of the league this year. Oh, like, God. I wanted to ask you guys about this, and, okay. and I was going to talk about it with Yurk later on our show. Like, okay. MVP, I mean, like. Is there an MVP in this league right now? I, I Lamar Jackson's the MVP. I love Lamar. Like, he's been good, but nah. does Lamar Jackson scream MVP right now? Does Mahomes scream MVP? It changes I don't know. every I mean, week. I remember it's wild. Four it's weeks wild. ago was McCaffrey. You know what I mean? Now, when I San Francisco was we'll, rolling. We'll talk about it yeah. more coming up with Luke when he joins us next. Uh, Luke Pergani from PropSwap will talk about some of the, the tickets. Maybe Mike's right. Maybe you take a long shot on golf right now and hope he continues to play well, and maybe you get some value selling that ticket. Uh, a few weeks from now as we roll into December. Who knows? But we'll get into that with Luke a little bit. We'll get ponies from Jim Miller. We'll go around more of the games this week uh, in Week 11, some college games as well. Uh, and then uh, we'll give you best plays before we're out of here. And Mike gave you the record. We've been rolling. We've been giving out winners, and we're going to try to do that again a little bit later on. So don't go anywhere. We're just getting warmed up. We're the Odds Couple, presented by Circa Resort and Casino. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeValgo and Mike North on ESPN 1000. 
This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside this week's episode of The Odds Couple. You got Mike and Carmen each and every week. Follow Mike on Twitter. He is at North to North. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. I guess I, I can't. Old habits die hard. It's not Twitter. It's X. Whatever. Uh, you'll get the Encore replay Saturday morning, 8 to 9, but just catch up on demand all weekend with the ESPN Chicago app. And we always tell you, make sure you've got that Prop Swap app. It's free. It's easy to use. You can buy and sell tickets. You can make lots of money. They just sold a, a huge Blake Snell ticket uh, over at Prop Swap. He was the Cy Young Award winner. Boy, Blake Snell is a two-time Cy Young Award winner. How about that? Let's get out to the CarX Tire and Guest uh, Tire CarX Tire and Auto Guest Hotline and say hi to uh, one of our favorites from Prop Swap, Luke Pergandy. Oh, it's always going to be Twitter to me. Hi, Carmen. Hi, Mike. What's up, buddy? What's yeah, up, uh, buddy? Blake Snell, a winner, and he was a long shot. Remember in April how bad he was and how much of a long shot he was, Luke? That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's up and down roller coaster for his season. This is, of course, his second Cy Young. Um, it's pretty cool. He does it on a uh, very underperforming Padres team. Um, so still, you know, come out victorious was great for tons of props up customers. They cashed in the largest ticket we sold on him paid twenty five thousand dollars. Wow! On Wednesday night, so really awesome, and uh, congrats to that user. So buyers and winner, uh, uh, you know, buyers and sellers. That's the that's that's your point that you always drive home with the opportunity to make money, and that's the case there. So that's pretty cool. Mike and I were just talking about the MVP in the the NFL, and like how weird this season feels. And, I mean, we got a lot of season left. I understand that. But um, it's been such a weird season. We can't really find a dominant team. I I don't know that there's one singularly dominant player. Like, Jalen Hurts has been good. I don't know that he's the MVP. Same for Lamar Jackson. Same for Mahomes. Like, it's pretty wild that it doesn't feel like there's one clear-cut MVP right now, Luke. Totally. I mean, to me, so Lamar is third, uh, according to FanDuel, he's plus 450. If Mark Andrews is indeed done for the season, which it seems like he is. Yeah, like, it seems like he is. Yep. I, yep. That's, you know, he's his best target by a long shot. I, I don't trust Odell Beckham to stay healthy. You know, Zay Flowers is still a rookie. Like, I I don't see him winning it just because his number one weapon is, is down. So, it's like a Tua Mahomes or Hurts award at this point. Um I kind of like Jalen Hurts last year. Um, they, I mean, to me, they're the best team. Like, I, I think they, the Eagles are the best team in the NFL. And and if you lead the best team in the NFL to a you know a three loss season, a fourteen and three season, or a um, you know thirteen and four season, like I think you should win it. So that's kind of where my money would go. Uh, and then if Tua stays healthy, he's he's right in the mix for sure. They. Um, you know, they got to win their division still. Buffalo is, is trending the opposite direction. But that, those would be my three uh, uh, leaders for the MVP. Where would Dak be right now? Because mm. if Dak Prescott starts churning, he's been playing better of late. Yeah. Uh, where He's got to be in the top five. He's not a guy that plays. I mean, you figure. I mean, I go back to the days of Starbuck, Don Meredith. I mean, big-name quarterbacks because they played for America's team. Dak. Seems under the radar, maybe because of past failings, because of injuries. Where's he standing right now, Luke? And I'm sure there's people with Dak Prescott tickets, especially from the state of Texas, ready to cash. 33 to 1, by the way, for yeah. what it's worth. Yeah. I don't think that's yeah. a bad buy. Do you? No, that's fair. I mean, he's, that's a good point. Like, if, if we're going to agree Jalen is plus 250 right. and Dak, you know, like, comes just at 33 to 1, I agree. That spread is way too wide. 
those those guys should be closer. Um, you know, Dallas almost beat Philadelphia. They play them, of course, one more time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, no, that's fair. I think uh, in that second echelon of guys, we're barely at the halfway point. I agree. Throw, throw a couple bucks on Dak at thirty-three to one. That's that's great value relative to the other two guys. You guys see some C.J. Stroud tickets? I mean, you know, it's he's twenty-five to one right now, but that had to be yeah. one hundred and fifty to one six weeks ago. Yeah, it was. Totally, totally. I, I'd be selling C.J. Stroud. Look, uh, he's going to win Rookie of the Year for sure. Yeah. He might even win. Um, he might even be the NFL passing yards leader. That's not really an award, but you can bet on that. Who will have the most yards in the NFL season? So he might take away two, you know, quote unquote awards there. Um, but I agree. I, if you got him at two hundred to one, he is he is as hot as it comes right now. The Texans are. Just outperforming everyone's expectations. People thought this was going to be the worst team in the NFL. You know, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, what, they, their, their total. What was their win total? Four. I mean, they're you know, they like they've passed their win total, haven't they? Yeah, I think, I think it was no, four. It's, I mean, there no no team has outperformed expectations no. more than the Texans. D'Amico Ryan's, of course, first time head coach. You know, that's uh, and they had two top five picks. Like they are, they are just doing so well, and they. I still think they can win the division. So, um, I, yeah, the Texans are, are an incredible story. But, yeah, I, I just feel like the, the um, voters will give him rookie of the year. They won't give him MVP. He deserves mention. Like, he absolutely deserves to be in the mix of, uh, with his performance. But I think they'll just give him uh, rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year instead of MVP. Hottest uh, college football ticket that you can think of right now that's on the site or the team that people are clamoring for most right now? Um, massive Jane Daniels ticket. I mm. thought he was out of it. I thought Jane Daniels was out of the Heisman Trophy mix, and he came out last week. And no quarterback has ever thrown. I believe he threw for four hundred and ran for one hundred fifty. Like no FBS quarterback has ever done that. Yep. So I don't know how to handicap this this Heisman race. You got Bo Nix, you got Michael Penix, and then you have Jane Daniels. We have a massive Jane Daniels ticket, fifteen hundred bucks. Would pay or eight grand if he can pull it off, what and that's Harrison? the best price in the country. Har- Har- uh, Harrison's four to one. one. He uh, was thirteen yeah. to one. Remember a couple of weeks yep. ago when we talked about him, he's gone yep. down to four to one. If Ohio State gets keeps rolling a little bit and they I agree. get it in the playoffs, folks, just I'm just telling you, this guy yeah. here is a different because there's so many quarterbacks. Don't you think that the vote's going to be splintered, especially if you have Pac-12 guys like two or three of them that are in the running, Luke? Yeah, like Yeah, I agree. So there's four guys left. Bo Nix, Michael Penix, Jane Daniels, yeah. Marvin Harrison. Either Bo Nix or Michael Penix will be out based on you know who wins that Pac-12 championship game if we assume they play each other. So I agree. So, so one so, of those guys is out. Then let's assume it's let's assume Oregon wins. It's Bo Nix, Jane Daniels, and Marvin Harrison. I mean, Jane Daniels, LSU is not even going to go to the CFP. So cross him off, arguably, if the voters are like, well, we can't. And that's what I was going to say, Luke. The only thing that's got to be hurting him, and he's still like the third choice, but they got three losses. Now, you yeah, know, I sure. mean, uh, and granted, they're to ranked teams. And if Harrison um, plays well against Michigan. Yeah, you know, I know. I just, I, I don't know how you, I, I think the Daniel, I think it's hard with Daniels because he got three losses, but he had 372 passing yards last week, 234 rushing yards, and five total touchdowns against Florida. Right. And I know that Florida's defense is beat half to hell, but like, that's incredible. Yeah. No, he's, he's playing out of his mind. And then, you know, the last point would be like, do voters factor in 
pro potential. Like I think everyone's in agreement, you know, besides Caleb Williams, arguably I can make the argument that Marvin Harrison may be a better pro than Caleb Williams. Like Marvin oh, Harrison yeah. Jr. Yeah. seems like a lock yeah, to be, know. you know, an all pro receiver. He looks yep. so pro ready in college. So it's like, do you factor that in that? Like we want Heisman trophy winners to succeed in the NFL. Like that's, yeah. That's a variable, too. Yeah. Luke, great stuff, my man. And we'll uh, chat early next week before the holiday. Enjoy this weekend, though. And thanks, as always, okay? Okay. You too, guys. See you, buddy. Oh, you're the man. There he yeah. is, Luke Pergandy. Yeah, yeah, you we were talk- right. You, you said it about – you said Marvin Harrison's name like three weeks ago. Three weeks was, ago, he's 13 to 1. He's yeah, down to 15. 4. If they get on a roll, Carm, we should have bought – got him at plus 450 right we now. We did yeah. it with Jokic. We get people winners. Yeah. We make up ourselves. That's what we do. Hey, by the way – Highest uh, uh, point total props. That's it, Mike. You did some homework. Mm-hmm. Miami for the highest point total this week, four to one. Detroit six to one. Mm-hmm. Dallas seven to one. Frisco eight to one. Houston at ten to one. Some good buys there, folks. Check love out some the of props that. Yeah. there. I love uh, that. There's a couple you could go like twelve to one. Washington of all people. Miami at home off the bye against Raiders. I like that. Yeah, oh, Pittsburgh like sixty to one. Yeah, of course, <laughs> yes, that we know. Uh, all right, coming up next, we'll go around some more of the action yep. in Week Eleven. We'll talk about that Steelers and uh, Browns game coming up. We'll give you best plays later. We still got Jim Miller. He's going to give us some ponies. So lots to do, folks. We're cruising along. We are the Odds Couple, presented by Circa Resort and Casino. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside this week's episode of the Odds Couple presented by Circle Resort and Casino. Mike and Carmen with you every week. Catch up on demand. We always tell you that. Make sure you have the uh, ESPN app on your phone and you can just listen on demand whenever you like. All weekend you will get the Encore replay Saturday morning from 8 until 9 as uh, we're talking week 11 in the NFL already, week 12 in the college game. And as we roll through some of the action for this weekend, Mike, uh, we got uh, another showdown. You know, we talked about the big one in the AFC North last night to open up week 11 when we started the show. We got Steelers-Brown this weekend. Maybe uh, do a little bit of a deeper dive later when we get to best plays because I do have a play in this game. But what's interesting to me for Steelers-Browns is just how low the total is. According to the research I did, Mike, I could only find two other games since the 2011 season in the NFL uh, that saw a a total uh, go off at 33 or less. It was Jan 1 at 2012, Steelers at Browns. Total was 33. Game finished 13-9 Pittsburgh. Uh, That's when uh, Big Ben was hobbled and the Browns weren't very good at the end of the year. And then December 24th of last year, Christmas Eve last year, the Browns involved again. Saints at Browns, the total was 32. The game finished 17-10. to 10. Kickoff at the game uh, was 6 degrees uh, with 27-mile-an-hour uh, uh, wind gusts. Maybe that's why the total was so low. But you don't really see NFL totals anymore hanging around 32 or 33. And people are laughing at Iowa? You got a professional <laughs> football team? People are laughing at Iowa because they're 28. We got the Cleveland Browns, folks. And the Pittsburgh Steelers, first of all, and I'll just give a shout-out to all them people that like that West Coast stuff. I can't wait. I want Iowa to play Southern Cal oh so they God. can beat Southern Cal 17-14 oh to 14 and put them to sleep like Notre Dame did. The same, you know, Iowa's number eight in the country uh, defensively. Now, offensively, awesome, another story. Yeah. But then you got Southern Cal, who's over 100 defensively. So I'd love to see that matchup, number one. But number two... 
Pittsburgh has been winning every game while they're out while while they're outgained. Every they're single outgained. game yeah, they've right. been outgained. They've been lucky at times, like last week when they should have lost straight up to Green Bay. I mentioned it earlier about the lateral and about the they made a great play on a blocked field goal. Uh, that's why I didn't cover. Uh, but I will tell you this right now. I'm not taking anything away from Pittsburgh. They, it's sort of like when the White Sox in 83 had the winning ugly. They won games when they'd make two errors, or they'd win games when they only scored two runs and they'd win two to one. That's how I'm viewing Pittsburgh. They're just winning ugly right now. I would yeah. not do anything on this game, Carm. Iowa kind of wins ugly, too. You mentioned it. Iowa's I love got the, it. Iowa, Illinois this weekend, and uh, I try. I was talking about this with Furman, Todd Furman, yesterday. I mean, uh-huh. do you make a little case for over 30-and-a-half just because there's a lot at stake for both teams? You know, Iowa can clinch a spot in the Big Ten title game with a win. Illinois becomes bowl eligible with a win. They can win six to nothing. They could. They I could. mean, you're, Iowa. You're not I, wrong. Why is everybody, I, you know, because everybody wants to see 60 to 50 scores. I like this for one team. To actually play defense, to be eighth in the country, yeah, I, you know, I and why that. is everybody just, laughing at him? Because you I, don't want to play him defensively. You don't. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Nine six games are still tough to watch for me, though. I don't know. I, Not I if you have money I, on them. If Illinois you get the under, going, you'd be winning every game with Iowa. That's true. Oh, I, uh, yeah. What a eight and two, I believe it's eight and two. Yeah, Hawkeyes eight and two to the under this season, Mike. Yeah. They've cashed more under tickets than any other program in the country the last two years. Yep. Six and seventeen to the under. Believe it or not, games in Iowa City have tended to go over a bit more, but mm-hmm. six and seventeen to the under. Uh, Illinois is 91st in points per game, barely inside the top 100 in rushing, 41st in passing I mean, yards per game, and now they're facing. I mean, one people of the great want to get rid of Kirk Ferentz. I know they about his kid. They want to get rid the, of Kirk Ferentz. Yeah. Yeah. But I know about the old man. Some people are saying it's time for him to go. They win ten games. I mean, I don't care what division they're in. They get the job done. They don't win. They win it the Iowa way. Boring, yeah. just boring trotting. Football. Boring yeah. football. Boring yeah. football. They put you to sleep, and then you look up, and you lose 14 to 13. You know. Back to back to the NFL. Jets I love the Bills. NFL. Who doesn't? Bills <laughs> even if it's weekend. bad. Even if it's bad. I, I agree oh, with you. Oh, it's so bad. You know what it's like? It's like, you know, we know there's a place across the street from where you and I work, Carb, and they got bad chili. But we go, let's go back there and see if it's going to be better this time. I don't don't understand. We're all hooked on it. It's terrible. Jets and Bills from Orchard Park. Bills laying a touchdown. 39 and a half is the total in this game. New offensive coordinator for Buffalo. Joe Brady calls plays. That's the big news. Uh, You know, you almost start to feel bad for this Jets defense, Mike. They're fifth in EPA per play. They're one of only three defenses in the entire NFL holding the opposition to a sub-40% success rate. Uh, they've got the highest pressure rate in the NFL, and they blitz at the second lowest rate. So you get that kind of pressure with your front four. You love it. Last week, I lost. It was one of my losers. I, I gave out the Jets' money line. Yep. They averaged more yards per play than the Raiders. Yep. They were better on third down. They won the turnover battle, and they still lost. The penalties don't help, and their woes inside the red zone don't help. They're just terrible uh, inside the red zone. They're the third lowest scoring team in the NFL. They're the worst red zone team by a mile. And it just it makes you wonder, like, can they do anything offensively uh, to stay within that number if Buffalo comes out and decides to really hit the gas with a new play caller on offense? Now? I'll tell you what. Uh, between the two quarterbacks in New York, I actually feel enriched with our quarterbacks here in Chicago. How about it? Between Tommy DeVito's a good kid and Wilson, I feel rich with Fields and Bage at number one. Number two, uh, look, I know Josh Allen's taking a hit, 
And I'm going to talk uh, to Karen real quick about Justin Herbert, who I watched last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we're waiting for Fields or Bajant or any quarterback from the Bears to ever be as good as those two guys. <laughs> I mean, it's hilarious how people even in Chicago will make fun of other people's quarterbacks. <laughs> I would take Josh Allen tomorrow. <laughs> Let me live one year with a quarterback like that. How about right. Justin Herbert? He puts up 38 and loses. I know. And, I know. and you know what's amazing, folks? Two things happened. I said three weeks ago Belichick should go to the Chargers. Carmo's right here. And mm-hmm. guess what? Yep, All of a yep. sudden we're hearing, well, he wants to catch Shula. Well, yeah, and if he's going to do that, he's got to go somewhere established. Hmm, where do you think he should go? Oh, how about the Chargers? You know, and then we're reading about Benedetti, or whatever that kid's name is, the kid from the announcer. We're hearing that. Last Jason week Benetti. I said, Jason, last week I said, write the card. You check on the podcast page, folks. Check our podcast. I, Brooks Boyer. He's the most powerful man in Chicago baseball outside of Jed Hoyer, and he didn't get along with Benetti. I, too bad we don't not. get to... I, I guess not. So a lot of things are happening here. But Buffalo, give me Josh Allen or Herbert, and we will then. We'd win the division, Carm. We great? would win the division. Wouldn't it be great, Mike? I mean, God, at this point, I'll t- I, it, it, I me- watched Herbert. I said, I want to see what this Carmen so gets good. so excited about. I watched him. I bet him. I ended so up good. pushing, as yeah. you know. Yep. And I'm going, my God. If we ever had a guy like this. Oh, my God. I know. Right? I mean, at this point, uh, Jared Goff, for crying out loud. I mean, yeah. The way Goff is playing, I just you know? don't see either one of these guys ever being that. I, I know, don't. I'm sorry. It's crazy, isn't it? Yep. Uh, the Monday, now, Mike and I don't always talk about the uh, Monday night game just because no. we're taping the show on Fridays, and it's always a little bit of a ways away. We got the whole weekend. But it is one of the highlight games of the weekend, Mike, Eagles and Chiefs to wrap Week 11 on Monday night. You know, the, the probably the most important thing to remember here. Uh, is Andy Reid with extra time to prepare. It's really incredible. Chiefs at home laying under the key of uh, the field goal now, laying two and a half against the Eagles in this game as the Eagles have taken a little money as the week's gone on. But Andy Reid is just an astonishing 30-6 and six straight up all-time as a head coach with extra time to prepare. That does include uh, extra time in the postseason and in the Super Bowls he's been in. 30-6 and six straight up all-time with extra time. It's really incredible. And this should be one of the highlight games of the weekend on Monday night. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting. I think it's between – if it's trench warfare, I sort of lean Eagles. But if it's the quarterback mm. – I got to go with Mahomes. With, with, I, with a banged-up Jalen Hurts, that's interesting. That's a good point. You yeah, know? I got to go with Mahomes. And, and, you know, I know Andy Reid. I, I mean, I've been in this business a long time. I've been in long enough to call him, to have called him a choker during big ball games back in the day with Philadelphia and McNabb. And now, I mean, you got to admire the way that it's sort of like how Brady and, uh, and uh, the guy that's going to be going pretty soon to the uh, L.A. Chargers, Belichick used to be. I mm. think they got that type of union now. I mean, they're, yeah. they're doing commercials, for God's sake. I know. They do commercials. Right? Now. I know, yeah. Mm. I might uh, maybe a little lean here towards the Chiefs lean. so I can get this under the field goal. Yeah, I think I'm with Mike. A little bit yeah. of a, a lean towards the Absolutely. Chiefs. I think they could pass on that Eagle secondary maybe. Uh, all right, coming up, we are going to talk to our good friend Jim Miller. We'll get uh, ponies, and then we'll give you our best bets before we're out of here, don't go anywhere, folks. We're still cruising along. It's Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. We're the Odds Couple, presented by Circa Resort and Casino. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. This is the Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. 
This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago on FM 100.3 HD2, the ESPN Chicago app, and ESPN 1000. Entering the home stretch on this week's episode of The Odds Couple, presented by Circle Resort and Casino. Mike and Carmen with you each and every week, and it's that time of the show to get some expert handicapping from one of the best in the business over at Hawthorne Racecourse, where there is racing all weekend long and into Monday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday at Chicago's hometown track. You follow him on Twitter at Hawthorne Jim, and he joins us now on the CarX Tire and Auto Guest Hotline. It's Jim Miller. Jimmy! Boys, think about what fun of a time of year it is right now because you're coming up to the holidays. So what that means is you get pro football so many days a week coming up. You have college sports going on, NBA, NHL. And it's cool because you combine that with a lot of these winter meets starting to start. Like the fairgrounds are coming up, Oakland just around the corner, Gulfstream Park. So it's just great to kind of combine everything and have it all in one location. Yeah, it is actually fantastic. You can go over, watch everything at the book. The weather continues to be great for us, which... I think it's beneficial for you guys as long as this lasts and maybe only another weekend or two. But you got to love uh, how, how great the weather's been for, for racing and just uh, the fan engagement, being able to still sit outside and watch races, Jimmy. And that's what it is. And the longer you can keep snow off the ground, the longer you keep horses up here in the Midwest as well, because everybody starts to look towards their winter destinations a little bit. But when it's nice out, it helps field size. It allows the pools to grow a little bit more. And we've seen that, especially on the weekends. And I'll tell you guys, it's amazing. With the move to Monday night, you see the live racing going on, people sticking around, betting Monday night football too. So it has been kind of a nice move, a nice little shift to go over to that Monday racing. Yeah, and you get to bet a lot of other tracks if you go there too, folks. And Jimmy, I wanted to ask you, where's the number one destination for harness horses? If you're the harness horse and you're successful, where's your number one vacation destination plus making some money racing while you're out there? Well, the thing that's amazing is it's the Meadowlands out there in New Jersey. And really? You look at everything for where the purses are. They go over to the Meadowlands, and what they've done is they... So weather doesn't have anything to do with it. Right, yeah. Not as much out there, really, guys, it does. And it's one of those things where just you kind of look at the all-weather surface, and that's the thing that you can handle it for harness racing. But there are two nights a week, and they really just boost up the purses. So the top horses will stick around. They'll go out there. But that's the difference with harness. A lot more of these horses will kind of stay competitive, and it's mainly just keep that snow off the ground and keep the wheels rolling. Love that. All right, so... Yeah, where, uh, where are we wagering this weekend, Jimmy? Where's the action hot? we sticking at the hometown track? No, we're going to travel to Kentucky. We're going to go okay. to Churchill Downs this weekend because we have some value plays to look at. So this is Churchill Downs on Saturday. Bet all these horses across the board. So starting race number nine, we're going to bet the six horse, strong quality across the board. Then race 10, we're betting the Illinois bred, the four, Ovar across the board. And then race 11, we have a 10-to-1 shot, the three-horse misenchanted that will bet across the board and make money for an NFL Sunday. I love that. So three races, everybody, for Saturday at Churchill in Louisville, Kentucky. Race 9, the six-horse across the board. Race 10, the four-horse, that's an Illinois-bred horse, Jimmy said, across the board. And then a 10-to-1 shot, love that. That's the three-horse in race 11 across the board. Is that right, Jim? That's right, boys. Let's build the bankroll. All right, sounds good. Have a good weekend, and uh, we will catch up again next week before the holiday. All right, Jim? You got it, guys. Good luck. See you, buddy. Jimmy! There is our guy, Jim Miller. Can't believe next week's Thanksgiving already. Yeah, how about it, man? Unbelievable. All right, let's uh, focus in here, though, for this weekend, Mikey. It's time for Best Plays. Mikey gave you the record. Uh, We're picking winners at a great clip for everybody, as we always do. So let's try to do it again this weekend. What do we like for some good wagering, Mike? You know what? I mean, since the podcast uh, is going to be up, 
and there's a, a two o'clock game that I was uh, looking at today, and it's a big one. I mean, I, I was going to keep it for Carmen Yurko, but I may have another special one like this. It's uh, NCAA basketball time, ladies nice. and gentlemen. Nice. Oh, yeah. I'm going to find out where I stand right off the bat. Enough of this waiting until Saturday and Sunday, <laughs> walking around in the with one sock on. You know, you don't even know what time it is because so you're trying to, you're hoping to God you can win tomorrow because you lost today. Let's get it over with. I'm going to go with Abilene Christian, plus the two and a half right now against San Jose State. I think they're playing in the Virgin Islands, mm. okay? Uh, both ball clubs, I mean, San Jose State, a better ball club, it appears. I looked at the odds. I just happen to think that uh, from what I charted, the Abilene Christian team will cover at two and a half, maybe win outright. My right. underdog of the week. Love it. NCAA. Why not? Action Put some down, Carm. As Why you're getting not? off, you can see where you stand today. I mean, yeah. You know, like, you know, like Jimmy <laughs> says, let's build a bankroll for NFL. All right. That's right. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to take you to uh, a Sunday game in the NFL. Mike and I touched on this one a little. We were joking about uh, just how low the total is. But Mike nailed it with the Steelers. Uh, I, none of us can quite figure out how they're doing this. They've been outgained in every single game they've played this year. Yep. They've been outgained by an average of about 97 yards per game. The fact that they're 6-3 and three is just kind of stunning. They go on the road inside the division to take on the Browns. Yes, Deshaun Watson just played his best half of football in three years, and now he's done for the year. They're not going back to P.J. Walker. I don't know how you could. Uh, he's just not any good. They are going to go to DTR. Uh, we're going to uh, go ahead and lay the one with Cleveland here. Uh, the Steelers outgained in every game, including the Week 2 victory over the Browns. But in that game, listen to this, the Browns had a better series success rate for the game than Pittsburgh. They averaged more yards per play. They averaged nearly six yards per rush. They were better on third down. And the defense that day held Kenny Pickett to a completion percentage that was 15.5% below expectations. It was the four turnovers that sunk the Browns. If they take care of the ball with that defense, I think they get the win. I think they cover uh, the one-point spread, so we'll take Cleveland minus one against Pittsburgh. As the ah, very good, my friend. I got one more. People go, okay. well, Mike, you're 17-14 last week. You took one game with Jericho. One game. That's what you do. You money manage. That's, That's the way right. I do it. That's I'm right. not going to pick 10 games, and then the next thing you look up and you go, oh, I picked the wrong week to go 10 games. I went one and nine. You got to money manage. We're up. That's what the deal is. And when you go one, four, and one your last four weeks, you know when you got to be a little bit careful. But I can't be careful any longer. <laughs> no, it's not my deal. Pushing the envelope? Are you kidding me? That would have been the name of my rock band. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Bear down. Enough. Oh, I love it. Seven and a half, Justin. I, I love You're it. fighting. This is the seven. Biggest weeks of your life, as Let's big go. as your birth, as big as your birth, as big as graduating from high school, as big as being recruited by Ohio State. Do I have to come into that locker room and get you charged up? Bear down. Love it. That's Seven the and pep and talk. Half, maybe eight. S send it to them. That's the pep talk. That's all. Yeah, they need come right on, there. enough. A weaver floozy combs his hair. Doesn't even wear a bear hat. Bears Look like a coach. Plus the seven and the hook. I love it. <laughs> All right, I'll give you one more. We'll go to Sunday I Night love Football. one more. Now we got to go to Brendan's Bargain Basement Betting Budget Betting. I love that. Yeah. Uh, we'll go Sunday Night Football Prime Time. We're going to lay another. Uh, we're going to uh, take another uh, short uh, uh, favorite here. We're going to lay the two and a half with the Broncos at home. Sunday Night Football oh, against the Vikings. Josh Dobbs has been a great story. Will he pull another rabbit out of his hat? Maybe. I don't think so, though. Uh, I How quickly like... things have changed for Denver. 
Wow. How about it? Yeah, well, the defense has gotten a lot better since week six. Top 10 in EPA per play on defense, allowing just 16.8 points per game over the last four. Two of those games are against the Chiefs as well. Uh, Brian oh. Flores, we know, blitzes a lot. Highest percentage in the NFL at nearly 50%. I mean, it's like eight percentage points higher than Wink Martindale. That's how much they like What a talk show host he was. And he was great, Elvis' great. good friend. He was great, right? Yeah. Uh, Flores also plays a lot of cover two. Russ, historically, pretty good against cover two uh, zones. And according to PFF, out of 37 graded quarterbacks, he's quarterback number eight uh, in overall QB grade when facing pressure this season. So we'll go ahead and say that the Broncos get it done and win by a field goal and cover the two and a half in primetime against the Vikings on Sunday night. By the way, Carmen, I talked to Justin Fields. You know? Just give him the pep talk? No, nah, I didn't really talk to him, but I, I just thought I'd bring it up. I mean, try to sell it. You know what I mean? I How it. can you even say something like that? Let's just go. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, all right, now we got to get. Wait, what is it called? It's Brendan's. Brendan. Hey, it's Brendan's Bargain Basement Betting Budget. Betting. That's, that's wonderful. Bargain. All those Bs. Brendan, you got to play? Brendan. Yeah, I am buying all the hype on both the Texans and C.J. Stroud. Ooh. There you go. Remember when we talked about this Cardinals team? I know Kyler Murray's back, but remember when we talked about them as, like, the clear favorite for the number one pick? Uh, is Kyler Murray enough for them to go from that to only – I don't know what you guys have them at. I was trying to grab four that here. Four and a half. Four and a half. half. Okay. Yeah, I was Houston at, is like, yeah, minus four and a half. Yeah, I was looking at five and a half, and I was ready to take it. Four and a half, I got no problem going there. I think C.J. Stroud right now is one of the five best quarterbacks in the league. Unbelievable. They're at home, they and are. I don't even got to give a touchdown. I feel great about that one. Texas All right. There you go, man. All right. There it is. Some good action. I and love make it. Make sure you put – when you put it up, put your – Twitter handle down. Yes. I sent you something the other there, day. Brandon. I go, the Bears look good. It was the Alderman. Enough. <laughs> he goes, what are you even talking about? That's great. Um, <laughs> all right. Thank you to uh, Jim Miller and Luke Pergandy for joining us. Great job by yes. Brendan Riley, Eric Ostrowski, uh, our executive producer as well. Thank you. And most importantly, thank you for listening to the pod and the show. And happy wagering, everybody. We're, we're going to do a, a show next week, a little bit earlier in the week because of the Thanksgiving holiday. But Mike and I will be back to get you set for Turkey Day and all the great action next weekend. But uh, first things first, enjoy Week 11 in the pro game, Week 12 in the college game. And, Mikey, we'll see everybody again next week for another edition of The Odds Couple. So long, everybody. The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports.